Do you ever struggle with burnout? Do you ever feel like you just can't give one more ounce of yourself to your family? Stick around for today's episode of Redeeming the Chaos, where we discuss a solution to motherhood burnout. And it's not just another day at the nail salon. Welcome to episode 47 of Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. I'm also an author, a Bible teacher, and a certified biblical parenting coach. This is the podcast for moms who may feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. If you want your boys to grow up to be strong, courageous young men who are fully committed to following Jesus, this is the show for you. In all the chaos of raising boys, we recognize that Christ is the only one who can redeem the chaos in our world, our homes, and our own hearts. I know that I can't do this alone. I desperately need God to give me strength every step of this journey. I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. Before we get started today, I just want to let you know that today's episode of Redeeming the Chaos is sponsored by Amanda Trumpower, author of Collar Cases, a Christian mystery chapter book series for 7- to 12-year-old kids. Amanda was interviewed in our last episode of the show, and we are going to learn more about her books a little bit later in today's episode. As moms of boys, we often spend our days cleaning up messes, breaking up fights, and trying to maintain sanity in our households. And some days, we just don't feel like we have anything more to give. As our boys get older and more independent, their physical needs are not quite as great, but their emotional and spiritual and psychological needs are equally, if not more, demanding. So how do we as moms remain strong and present for our kids? Where do we get the strength to keep going? We have a guest on the show today who is amazing at encouragement. She is a registered nurse who has a passion for encouraging moms like you. Whether through writing, nursing, or everyday life, she strives to inspire women to recognize and celebrate the unique gifts God has given them. She lives in the woods outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with her house full of boys. Kelly Jo Wilson, welcome to Redeeming the Chaos. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I am so thankful for you to be here today, and I'll just tell you all, Kelly is a dear friend, and she's also a fellow mastermind. We have a group of writers and podcasters who meet together, and we just share ideas and encourage each other and hold each other accountable. So she is part of that group, and I've been so thankful for her encouragement over the last couple of years, actually. Kelly also contributed to our Family Fruit Challenge this past summer. So you may recognize her name from that. So I am just really excited to have her with us on the show today. So just to start out, tell us a little bit about your family, your boys, things like that. Well, my family is actually newly expanding. I'm about eight months pregnant now, so it's pretty exciting. Yay, another boy. (laughs) I have an eight-year-old son who is just the light of my life. He's just a wonderful little guy. And my husband and I were very, very, very blessed. Yeah. (laughs) You have an outreach as well. So your natural personality is just to encourage people and help people. And so you've taken that passion into the world of blogging as well. And you guys can find Kelly at her website, kellyjoewilson.com. And I think you'll be so encouraged when you go and check that out. And I'll have a link for you guys in the show notes. So what do you think, first of all, what do you think are some of the 
the reasons that moms get to that point of burnout in their in their parenting. Um, and then we'll talk about some of the solutions. I think some of the reasons for moms specifically, and this is just going off of personal experience as well as experience in most of the women in my circle have this as well, where they're kind of the center, they're the the engine running everything. And I think that it's a blessing to be that, but I think that that engine (laughs) burns out when it's not getting refilled with fuel and a lot of times they are the encourager, they're the supporter, they give so much out of their own cup that people don't even know how to try to refill that too for, for mom because she's so good at doing that for everybody else. And it's tiring. It's really tiring. And I think it's it's all driven by love. It really is. It's all driven by love. You love your family. You love your your job. You love everything that you are committed to. You want to make sure that you are doing what you can, the best that you can, and trying to help whoever you can. But sometimes it's it's just too much. And it's it becomes where you are functioning at 50 and sometimes less percent at each role. And then you just can't give anymore. You're only one person. It gets tough. I love this podcast so much, Lori, because I think it's so important to have other people, other women to lean on. So it's good to have each other. Yeah, for sure. So what are some um, things that moms can do? They're feeling discouraged. They're feeling um, overwhelmed. And I think one of the things you just mentioned, community, I think is really important in that situation to reach out to other moms, whether they're moms of boys or not, but just reach out and share your struggles and make sure you have community and understanding that it's normal. Like it's not just me. I'm not the only one. I'm not going crazy. This is not just my own experience. I think that's important. So what are some other tips that you would give to moms as far as what to do when they get to that point in their lives? I think that they, you don't want it to get to to necessarily a breaking point, but sometimes we have those those points even in the middle of a day. But I think some tips to to not let it get there, like you said, community for sure. Definitely have a mom friend or someone who absolutely knows the struggle close to you. Don't be afraid to admit that you need help and you are feeling burnt. We 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 don't want to be vulnerable. We want to make sure that we can do everything because in a way it kind of validates how how good we are. And it's that's not true. You're beautiful, you're wonderful, capable people who are meant to make mistakes. You're meant to not have everything <laughs> within you because that's when Jesus fills us up. He fills us up. We need him. We need to rely on him. We can't do everything ourselves. And we also rely on each other. So I think uh, one important thing that I, I that I always tell a lot of my friends and a lot of um, the people who follow my blog and the women I reach out to is to definitely make it a priority to spend time to to pray in the day or just quiet time with Jesus. Spend that time with him, no matter if it's five minutes, it's an hour, whatever it is. You absolutely deserve it. 
and you need it. And it's important for your relationship because he's the one that's going to fill your cup for sure. It's all about that love. And it comes from him through us. Even if you don't know what to say, he, he knows your heart and he knows what's going on. I love the, the imagery of God filling us up when we spend time with him, when we are in his word, when we are praying, he fills us with his Holy Spirit. He fills us with his love. And when we are giving of ourselves all day to our children, to our spouses, to our community, to our job, whatever it is that we are doing throughout the day, like that cup just drains out the bottom. Like there's just those holes that it just drains out, which is what it's meant to do because we're giving of ourselves. But when we're filled with Jesus, I'm picturing this cup with holes in the bottom. And if we're not being filled with Jesus, it's just going to continually leak out the bottom and we're going to feel empty and we're not going to have the strength to give anything else. But when we are filled with Jesus, when we're spending time in his word, when we're spending time with other believers, then that cup is full. And instead of it leaking out the bottom, it's going to flow overflow out of the top. It's going to overflow because we are so full of Jesus that it's just going to be a natural overflow. And we never get to that point where we're like feeling empty and dry because we're constantly filled up with Jesus. Absolutely. What a great way to say it. My interview with Kelly Jo Wilson will continue after today's sponsor break. The sponsor of our show today is Amanda Trumpower, author of Collar Cases. Do you want your children to fall in love with reading? Do you want their entertainment to delight their imaginations while also incorporating the biblical truth their souls need to thrive? Then let me introduce you to Collar Cases, a Christian mystery chapter book series for kids ages 7 through 12. Readers follow the adventures of cat and dog investigative journalists Mittens Meow and Alex Digger as they solve crimes and learn lessons about character in their small town. Since these books were written by a second-generation homeschooler and former children's librarian, you can rest assured that your child is both safe and entertained. Pick up collar cases to enjoy the animals, humor, and silly hijinks as a family. To get a copy of the Color Cases books, you can find the link in the show notes to this episode, or you can go to Amazon and search for Color Cases under books. And now back to our interview with Kelly Jo Wilson. I know on your on your blog you had just five practical ways that moms can just allow Jesus to fill up their cup fill up their lives um, when they're feeling burned out. Tell us about those steps that you have. Well, the first one, it's very important to just stop. Just take a minute, take a moment, breathe, stop your mind. That's the hardest part, I think, is stopping our mind. Our mind is racing a mile a minute, even when we're standing still. Step outside, get some fresh air, just breathe. And number two would be ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. It's very hard for us as moms and women who handle so many things outside of the view oftentimes of many people in our lives. So there's a lot of things that we think about on a daily basis that many people don't even know, including our family. So don't be afraid to ask for help. You definitely do many things, but there are things that you can delegate to. Like you don't have to do it all. So, and that can even mean 
depending on how old your kids are, asking them to pick up one extra chore. And I know that that's a struggle sometimes too, but don't be afraid to ask for help from, from people around you. Yeah, I think that's really good. I don't know if it's just our generation or like this stigma against asking for help, especially with housework, I think. But there's no shame in hiring someone to come and clean your house. Yeah. Or to come and watch your kids for the afternoon so that you can take a break or go out and do grocery shopping or just go out to the mall. Like there's no shame in getting other people to come and and help someone comes and cleans your house, you're providing a job for, for someone else. And that can be a blessing to them too. I wish I could pay someone to do my dishes every day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I do my dishes so many times a day. I'm like, please come in and take care of these. I think for me it's laundry, but I feel like that's one of those things like, uh, I can't have someone come in and put my kids laundry away for me. They don't even know where it goes. So anyway. Okay. So take a break, stop your mind, get outside. Second, ask for help. What's the third, the third tip that you have? Number three would be to get alone for sure. There's a special place for your relationship with God through Jesus. Like we said before, that's what's going to empower you to be able to give out that love that you desperately want to give. It's important. He loves you too. <laughs> he wants He wants to help. He wants to fill you up. He wants to to empower you. And there's a lot you can learn too about yourself and, and it'll make you feel so much more equipped as long as you have that time. And I know that it's not easy. Yeah. We, we talk a lot on, on the podcast about teaching our kids about the Bible, um, but it is so important for us as moms to be in God's word ourselves and to be filling ourselves up. Because if we want to impact our kids, if we want that to overflow into their lives, we need to be connected to Christ personally, for sure. Okay. And so then what was your last? Number four. So sometimes I think a lot of women, and I get this this feedback a lot too, they're like, I don't know what to say. A lot of women, they may not pray. Some of them don't even go to church. They believe in Jesus. Some people don't go to church. Some people don't have like a real routine in that way. So they get alone, they stop, they're asking for help. What, now what kind of thing? So just let it out. Just talk. It doesn't have to be this repetitious, proper prayer. It can be, I need help. I feel tired and I just don't know what to do. It can be as simple as that. Just let out how you feel. I think the Psalms are a really good encouragement um, for those of us feeling burnt out. If you read the Psalms, the writers did not hide their feelings from God. They didn't tiptoe around and make these fancy, well-worded, scripted prayers. They were honest with their feelings and they were like, I am feeling discouraged. My soul is distraught and I feel like I'm in the depths of despair. But then you see their thought process and, and they come around and they're like, but, but I am going to praise God, but I'm going to cling to him for my strength. And I'm not quoting any particular Psalm here, but that's just kind of the, the general feeling. So I would encourage you guys, if you're not even sure yes. where to begin in the scriptures, if you're needing strength and you're like, okay, well, yeah, I want to fill myself up with Jesus, what does that look like? How do I do that? I would start with the Psalms. I would start reading through some of the Psalms of David and some of his struggles and just seeing how he continued to rely on God through some really hard and discouraging times in his life. Yes, for sure. That's such a great 
encouragement, Lori, honestly. And a lot of times people feel like that. You start feeling burnout whenever something happens, something bad, and maybe you feel mad at God. And there were many times in the Psalms too, where he's like, don't turn your face from me. Stay here. I need to tell you things. So yes, that's a really good, really good thought. Great place to start for that for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like moms can swing the other direction where we get so focused on taking care of ourselves. Our culture is very big on self-care right now and very big on it's all about you. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure that you're number one. And I think that we can take that to the opposite extreme where self-care turns into being selfish. And so talk to us a little bit about what that looks like. How can we make sure that we are in a place that we need to be for our kids and for our family without being selfish in that in that area? That's a good point. That's a very good point. It's everywhere. Self-awareness and self, and it is a fine line. It really is. Because then I feel like a lot of that leads to selfishness, but also, like I said, the unrealistic expectations as if because we have so much self-care and we're trying to care for ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and we have all of this in the world telling us how capable we are, we feel inadequate whenever we feel burnout and we feel like we're not living up to that. But the fine line too, I I think kind of comes down to this. It comes down to when it turns into selfishness, it's when you are relying on your capabilities more than anything else. And it's, it's when you're trying to figure everything out on your own, not stopping, not taking that time to, to pray, to get alone, to, to refill that cup. And, and you'll notice too, (laughs) because things will start to really feel like they're falling apart. You'll feel like you don't have peace. There's not a lot of peace there. Once you start getting into that kind of, I can do this. I know I can do this. And I think a lot of times it's really unintentional. I think a lot of women end up crossing that line from, I'm just trying to take care of myself so I can take care of my family and I can be what God really wants me to be. And I can share my gifts and my love versus I want to take care of my family. I have to do this, 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 and this, or this will happen. It's, it's the control factor. And we just have to realize that there's a lot of things that we just can't control except for how we respond to things that happen. And I think self-care can look like on one extreme, just going to the spa all day and disengaging from life and from your family. Whereas I think healthy self-care is taking care of your body, eating healthy so that you have strength, getting enough sleep, making sure that you have enough energy to care for your kids and spending time in God's word. That's like one of the biggest things that we can do to take care of ourselves is to be in God's word and to be filling ourselves up with him so that it's a natural overflow into the lives of our kids. When we are full of Christ, it doesn't feel like a burden. It doesn't feel like a chore to minister to our kids and to minister to those around us because it's just 
overflowing. We are already full of Christ. And so he is just overflowing into the lives of others and blessing others. Kelly, I know that you are passionate about the topic of, of witnessing, being a witness for Christ. And I think that this is kind of a, a natural path for this, for this topic that when we are filled with Christ, then we can also be a witness in in our families. So tell us what that looks like a little bit and some some ways that we can practically be a witness for Christ in our own household and in our own, own families. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like witnessing, a lot of times it's just through simple ways, fruits of the Spirit, kindness, patience, joy, being peaceful, just sharing sharing that through your character, through the way that you show people that they matter, that you listen to them, that they that they mean something. Because most people respond to that more than anything. It's going to be in those simple moments and in your own family too, not just with other people in the world, in your own family, your kid's upset, your kid's crying about something that you may not think is necessarily a big deal, but it's a big deal to them. So you you listen, you show that mercy. It kind of goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier about just modeling for our kids the character qualities that we want them to develop in their own lives. And if we are not demonstrating peace and self-control and joy and love in our own lives, it's going to be really hard for them to develop those those same qualities in their lives. But the good news is this isn't just like a list of of things to do. It's not like, okay, you have to work really hard to be more joyful and you have to work really hard to be more peaceful. This is the fruit of the spirit. So, we're talking about being filled with the spirit through the word of God, through prayer. If you are a believer in Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and the more time you spend with him, the more his spirit will be evident in your life and he will produce those fruits in your heart and he will produce those character qualities and then it will just naturally overflow and bless your children. So I think that when we talk about being a witness in our own families, in our own households, it's important to remember that the first priority is your own relationship with the Lord and spending that time with him and being dependent on on God for strength. Absolutely. Yes. Kelly, tell us where we can find out more about you. And I know that you also have a free ebook that you would love for our listeners to get a hold of. So tell us a little bit about that ebook and then where we can just find some more of um, your, your encouragement through your writing and things like that. Yes, happy to. My website is www.kellyjoewilson.com. So you can absolutely find me there. The The ebook that I had written uh, that is free that I would love for, for whomever to download and enjoy is called Tearing the Veil. And you'll find that on my website. But what the book is about is how Jesus broke that barrier between us and God by tearing the veil. Now it talks about that in Matthew whenever Jesus was crucified, but the book goes into a little bit more in depth on how it's very relatable to us today. 
thank you so much for sharing that. And I will have a link to that ebook in the show notes as well as your blog. So Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today on Redeeming the Chaos. It's been such a pleasure to to chat with you today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. (laughs) I could chat with you all day. (laughs) Well, we can can keep chatting after we hang up here. So (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for episode 47 of Redeeming the Chaos with Laurie Christine. I hope that you enjoyed my interview with Kelly Jo Wilson and be sure to check out her free resources on her website, kellyjowilson.com. This episode was sponsored by Amanda Trumpower, author of Collar Cases, a Christian mystery chapter book series for kids ages 7 through 12. You can find a link to Amanda's books in the show notes as well as on Amazon. Just search for Collar Cases under Books. There are two of Amanda's books available so far, and there are more coming out later this year. And I will actually be contributing the devotional for one of the upcoming books. To find the show notes for this episode, as well as free resources to help you raise courageous kids, go to redeemingthechaos.com.